I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something. Hey, hey, what's going on, peeps? Okay, okay, okay. Hopefully this one worked. Sorry, I know a bunch of you fell off. I hope you can find your way back here. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, welcome to Gap Cell Keenan. You guys know how this works. If I'm going to let a real live salesperson sell me, if they can find a problem that I have, I will buy it. Yes, but if not, they got to let me critique them and break them down and break down the selling process. So with that, I am going to bring in my man, Nathan Laye here. Let's bring in Nate. Let's see if I can figure this out. Bring in Nathan. Let's bring this baby forward. See what we got. Nathan is live with me now. What's up, Nathan, my man? How you doing, baby? I'm doing good. Doing good. What's it? Good, 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 good. Hopefully we didn't lose everybody. Let me see if I can find where everybody's at. The first one, I had a little technical difficulty. There we go. There we go. Let's see if they're all back. Let's bring in Nate. Let's see if I can figure this out. All right. I think we're good. I think we're good. All right. All right, my man. Look, here's your 15 minutes. Okay. So ready, set, go. Nice one, Mike. Well, thank you for... The, the, the time, Keenan, good to be on the, the show. Just to give you a sense how I'm going to frame the meeting today, I've got a thought on where two or three problems could be in your business, particularly in 2020. Okay. And I'm going to use today to dig into where those problems might lie in your business. Okay. And then lead to mine as, a, as an answer. So I sell advisory services for high growth companies, startup organizations, companies looking to, to scale. Um, my first question, Keenan, is I saw last year for you was a really really strong year yes doubled the business performance yep the way you have the four obviously the four revenue streams across speaking recruiting um consulting and, and training yes can you share with me please how your revenue last year was broken out across those four revenue streams just in percentage terms um god i'd have to run a thing but i would say about uh 40%, no, maybe I'll, f hold on a second. Let me think about this. Oh well, yeah, roughly ballpark, 40% training, 40% consulting, 10% um, speaking and 10%, no, maybe a little more. Yeah, yeah. all right, ballpark, 10% speaking and the rest recruited. Okay. So I guess it'd be 10%, somewhere in theirs. Speaking might be a little higher and recruiting a little lower, but in the ballpark. Yeah, okay, understood. Can you walk me through how that revenue broke out across net new customer acquisition? So companies that you'd work with for the first time versus repeat orders. 80% net new. Ballpark. Yeah. Okay. And am I right in understanding that, you know, as you think about 2020, 2021, it's the, the training business is where you're putting your main your main yep. focus, given the fact that it scales and so on, margins yep. are better. Okay. 
Michael O'Reilly, no, speaking is not 40%. Pay attention. Speaking was about 10%. Could have been a little more. Yeah. I'm talking to someone here. Training was about 40%. And then uh, consulting was about 40%. Maybe a little less than that. And some of that can kick over to speaking. But anyways, yes, keep going, my man. Sure. What, what proportion of your business last year? So let's take training specifically, because I think that's, that's obviously the main bet for this year. I know you've launched the virtual training as well. What proportion of the business last year came via inbound leads versus outbound outbound ninety five percent inbound? Yep. Okay, and, and roughly how many leads does that account for in a month? Oof. Fifteen, twenty, twenty five. Just just ballpark. I don't know. That's a great question. I need to get my hand on my leads on this side of the business, right? I know we have a pretty high close, but that's a great freaking question. I don't know the answer off the top of my head. So you couldn't you couldn't venture, I guess. Is nope. it is it hundred leads a month? I'd be guessing. Okay. And it depends on how you define a lead too. If you define a lead where somebody comes and writes down like says fills out one of our forms and says i want information on recruiting i want information on speaking like one of those you know i want information to buy forms versus someone downloaded a, a document i mean downloaded an ebook downloaded something like that so it depends on how you define a lead that's a great question i've been asked that a couple of times and i can't answer it so i'm gonna i'm gonna get a report that tells me that because i should know yeah i should I'm absolutely like know <clears throat> I guess the definition would be anybody who expresses an interest in buying. Do you, do you have a view? Or yeah, no, I don't know that answer because I get, you know, and I do need, I, I'm going to fix that. It's the third or fourth time someone's asked me and I, I have not fixed that and it's on my nerves. Now I'm going to fix that. So, um, uh, but it, they, they come through HubSpot forms yeah. and then they also come through LinkedIn, a lot come through LinkedIn and then email directly. <clears throat> and can you, can you share with me what happens when you receive a lead? Yeah, well, depending where it comes in from, it we send it over to Rachel, my salesperson. And um, what does Rachel do? Calls them or emails them. Mm-hmm. Does she have a role keen in, in qualifying the leads? I'd imagine there'll be a proportion of leads that you qualify in. <coughs> yes. And then yep. you qualify out based on the gap yep. method. Yep. So what, what proportion of your leads, uh, or can you help me understand, what proportion of your leads would you qualify so where it goes from lead to qualification? Mm. I don't know, maybe I'm guessing uh, 25, 30%, if not more. <clears throat> okay. Shall we say, should we say a third? Just for simplicity. I with that, yeah. Yep, and you know what? By the end of next week, I'm gonna fucking know that. I'm tired of not having that answer. And then what what proportion of your qualified leads? So that one third you you spoke to me about. That I know. Thirty eight percent of that converts. Thirty eight percent. Okay. At least last time I checked, that one I know. Okay, so roughly a third of all leads qualify. A little more than that, almost forty percent. Oh, to qualify. Qualify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Qualify. And then a little more than a third, so thirty eight percent or forty percent, if we were rounding up. They, they convert in your mind. I mean, have you done any work to understand what's the commonality in the qualified leads that close? 
versus the qualified leads that don't? Um, the, well, I think the qualified leads or the qualified opportunities. The, well, yeah, the qualified opportunities. Um, it's <clears throat> a good question. I mean, when you get forty percent close, it's not too bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, <clears throat> usually, no, I don't. The answer is I, I, I don't know exactly why. No, I mean I can go find out, but yeah. So have you done any win loss analysis at all, Keenan, with with your sales team? No. And that'll be because your your conversion rate is high enough, whereby you, you're happy with it. You don't feel the need to to dig into that at the moment. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would say that's part of it, right? <clears throat> conversion rate, the win rate's high enough. Um, we doubled our business last year, so yeah. as you can imagine, look, there's no excuse, but as you could imagine, um, <clears throat> there's only four of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody's running around like a chicken with their head cut off trying to just run business, drive business where we're adding new product feature, uh, product sets, you know, blah, 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 to stop and evaluate that has not been high on the, you know, I mean, look, I get it. We need to do it. I'm yeah. going to get some of this, but there hasn't been a major push to do that because, you know, that's, we need people. That's t There's other things we should, we can be doing. And so we're doing them. Yeah. Understood. Understood. So there isn't necessarily a problem or, or, or pain point there in terms of in terms of lead conversion necessarily. What, could you talk to me a little bit about about lead volume? Because obviously in a, in a very different environment now with COVID nineteen impact on the economy and, and so on. How is your lead volume say for the first for March and April twenty twenty versus? Oh, it's dropped tremendously. It's dropped tremendously. Yeah. yeah, of course it has. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And could you? Could you define tremendously? That was good. Um, because I don't know how many leads I was getting before, right? But I can say this, um, we're down 30%, which I actually should be happy with because that still puts us up, you know, from where we were last year. But we're down 30% <clears throat> for, we're, for the month of April. Okay. And is that roughly the same across all areas of your business? So training, let's just take training and consulting because that's the bulk of oh, your business. Today. Dude, speaking's speaking's gone, right? No one's doing any yeah. events. Speaking's gone, right? Yeah. Um, we haven't really put a lot of emphasis into recruiting. So that one's about the same. We're doing a little here, a little there. Um, as far as um, consulting, uh, that's that's uh, down a little because we already had some consulting clients on, and so we just switched to to virtual and that's going okay, but no new consulting clients. Yeah. Uh, uh, just to confirm for me that the aspiration this year for a sales guy Inc is that you, you hold steady in terms of revenue. Yeah. Idea that we could hold steady. That'd be a huge win. Yes. Yeah. From last year. Yep. We were, we were way ahead this first quarter. We had a, a monster first quarter. We were doing yeah. great. And then now, you know, we're down 30% for the month of April, so we're still doing okay, but, you know, we're going to have to turn it around. Yeah. So I just want to make sure I've, I've, I've captured the, the, the current current thinking correctly. So, so last year, doubled, doubled, doubled the business. 95% of everything you brought in was through, through inbound leads. About a third of inbound leads today were, were qualified. And then of the ones that were qualified, about 38% converted to, to business. 
you, you spoke about your lead volume being down this year 30 percent for you know for, for natural and obvious reasons what's your what's your conversion rate been like then for the leads you have had say for the past two three months is there has there been a change in direction there um so so in in march everything was wiped out people panicked yeah. right so the pipeline got wiped out we actually had just closed several deals but hadn't received the the um deposits they called back and said we know we signed a contract but we're out we're not doing this event anymore or you're you know we, we can't get together because of training so they they jetted we had a couple push all the way out till end of july and some pushed to september so we still have them but they pushed out so for for march we got everything was wiped out so <clears throat> i'm going to give you a little hint here march um, was saved because we pivoted and went to virtual. And so we went to a B2C model and went to virtual training. So that saved March. April, uh, saved March and helped a little with April. We're doing this again. But we don't do anything else until May. So we'll see how that goes and see if that can help drive the revenue. But as far, and then we've, the pipeline started to grow a little. Um, we haven't closed any of that pipeline yet. So we've, we've pivoted. We've started selling new things. We're, we're offering virtual training rather than regular training. Um, but we haven't closed any of those new virtual trains to corporations yet. So, yeah. um, so I guess technically speaking, the closure would be zero right now. Yeah. Okay. So lead, lead volume is down 30%. Conversion has reduced significantly at 0% conversion for the past two months. No, last month. For the last month. Mm -hmm. so we, had, we, we had to change what we were selling, right? Yeah. Yep. I was going to lead to that. So hoping to make up some of the gap by, by shifting to the, the B2C virtual training sector yep. to replace, I guess, the, the, the B2B training training revenue. How much revenue have you brought in if you're able to disclose, if you're happy to disclose, how much revenue have you brought in thus far um, from the, the virtual training, the B2C side? We were able to bring in enough revenue so that we didn't in, in, I'll do it this route. And then I know you're going to want, uh, I'm going to give you a percentage and you're going to turn on and say the number, but look, this, I'm give a lot of public information, but I'm not going to give all the public. I'm going to get naked for everybody out here. So we did enough to, um, get through the first, to finish up the first quarter, um, just slightly on target for the quarter for the month of March, we fell 30%, but if it weren't for that virtual training, we would have been off by 60%. So I would say yeah. we brought in 50% of the, we did, we brought in 50% of our target number for yeah. um, in the virtual training. Okay. So again, just to recap, the conversion rate, the conversion rate on leads are down. The total number of leads are down about 30%. Virtual training is is bridging some of the gap. Mm -hmm. Yep, but 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 not all of it. Is that a fair summary of, yeah. of where you're at? Yep. So how are you planning, or what are you thinking about to to bridge the rest of the gap? We're launching the online version here in about two weeks. Um, where. You know, Rachel's going out and pushing hard. We just brought on an, a new salesperson to, we're really doubling down on Outbound. <clears throat> yeah. So Outbound was about 5% of your total business last year. What was the conversion rate last year on Outbound? Does it really fucking matter, dude? I just told you it was 5%. I mean, really? I mean, 
I, I couldn't even tell you. It's so small. Couldn't even tell you. Would it would it not matter, given that you you're looking to significantly increase your outbound? Yeah, but what, what my conversion rate last year on five? Remember, I'm a small company, right? Yeah. So think about this, right. okay? You got to right. think, right, Nate? The first thing I get where you're going. It's a good question. If I were a a company with thousands of transactions, five percent could represent a lot. But I'm a yeah. small company, right? I mean, how many transactions do you think I have in a year, right? Yeah. So that five percent really isn't that many. Yeah. If I had a hundred deals, it's only five. De think about this. If I had a hundred deals. Right, yeah. it's only five deals, right? So is, is my conversion on five deals really material? No, it, it isn't, it's a fair point. There probably Thank isn't you. enough, so there isn't enough deals. push back right there on you is I just, look, I see you thinking and I, and I see you working hard and, and you're doing a decent job, but that's an example of we get caught in the just going through the check boxes and you're not thinking, right? Yeah. 5% yeah. immaterial. So if anything, you should have jumped on the fact that it's only 5% and then if I can end in this space, the number of people calling me isn't going to happen. So I got to go find it, right? The buffalo, yes. the buffalo stopped roaming in front of my fucking teepee, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and, so you, you, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I, I had two thoughts in mind. The first was to, to to push you on the conversion of the outbound leads. The second was to talk about how you're going to generate more. Um, the first one obviously isn't a problem for you because the you know the fight the conversion rate last year was too small. Um, so could you talk to me a little bit about your outbound efforts thus far? So what are you doing through your salespeople? I know you're hiring an additional salesperson. I had another salesperson. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we we have um, outreach. We have Salesforce. Uh, we have Discover.org slash Zoom info. Um, you know, I'm becoming a jerk <laughs> and pushing people harder. Um, we're creating all types of different campaigns. Um, you know, we're, we're doubling down. We're doubling down. <clears throat> so what would, so if it were 95, five in 2019, what would the percentage need to be in 2020, do you believe, to get you to 0% growth? Um, you know, I really don't know the answer to that right now. I mean, I really don't. Um, cause I can't anticipate what's going to, what's coming, what's going to happen. I can't anticipate, but look, I'd like to get, I'd like to get 30 to 40% this year at outbound versus inbound. Ideally, I'd like, <clears throat> like this company to be at 50-50 someday, right? Yeah. Uh, but look, I know we need more than 5%. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, if I'm invested in salespeople and I've only got 5% coming from, from outbound, now granted, we mm -hmm. had too much inbound, it, it made it difficult for them to focus on outbound, but still, yeah. <clears throat> and could you talk to me a bit about how you're thinking about differentiating from other training companies in the space because in the same way that a sales guy inc is doubling down on outbound every major training provider will be doing the same thing and, and the market will be getting lots of different messages from companies talking about training consulting virtual training and so on does your product or service help me with my message yeah it does yeah okay all right so look, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm doing it the same way we've always done it, right? That actually, it's a better way to sell. It's, it's, um, it's not product centric. It's problem centric. It's, it's the a new way of selling in the 20th century. It gets rid of the old school stuff. It doesn't focus on relationships. It doesn't focus on closing. <clears throat> it doesn't focus on your product, right? I mean, it. The idea that the way we differentiate is this is a different and new way to sell that's more effective than the old 1980s stuff y'all been using forever.
Yeah. Have Have you considered that other companies may be delivering a similar message? You may not agree with it. I'm sure you probably don't. But have you considered that those organizations might be going out to market with a similar message to similar customers? Maybe they are. I'm sure some are. I can't change their message. <clears throat> no, but would there be an opportunity perhaps to think about your differentiation in a, in a different way? You just asked me to self-diagnose. Okay. Right? You just asked me to, 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 to think about something in the future. I don't know. I mean, yeah, of course. Of course. I'll just help you out. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So 95.5 in 2019. Need to move to probably what, 60.40 in 2020. Like You've mentioned that the way you're planning on doing that is by kind of really continuing with the, the positive work that you did before. Have you considered or thought about um, what more might need to be done? Because that traditionally that got you 5% of the total pie last year. You're now relying on the same messaging to deliver 40% of all revenue of all revenue this year. Do you see an opportunity there to... So what you're asking me right now is, is mm. about my message, right? You're asking me about my message, my message. Right. Yeah. Nowhere for this whole conversation have you asked me about my message. Have people been responding to my message? Because messaging is inbound, generally speaking, right? So mm -hmm. you, you didn't say, has your message been resonating? Why do you think people are getting in? Are you comfortable with the messages you're having? Like you didn't go anywhere with my message. And now you're out of nowhere, you're asking me to self-diagnose my message, which I'm is catching me off guard because I'm like, well, what is the what was all that stuff for the first 40 minutes or whatever, 10, 15, 20 minutes, right? So um if message where you want to go, then ask me questions around the message. Now, hold on. Kerry Knapp, wish this was real. I would love to get this lead right now. Okay, Kerry Knapp, this is real. I'm not sure what you mean this is real. This cat, poor cat, is trying to sell me something from Gartner, I believe. Um, so, <clears throat> yes. So, dude, I, I, I don't know if my messages are good or bad. I mean, they seem to be working from an inbound perspective or all this content seems to be working from an inbound perspective. If my messages aren't resonating, okay, that's intriguing. I, I wouldn't have any way to know that, right? I wouldn't have any way to measure that. Can, can, I, can, I, can I walk my thinking through with you at this point? Yeah. So my, my thinking is that you would need perhaps a different approach to messaging for, for outbound. Okay, than okay. You do, than you do for inbound because, you, you know, in a, in a good economy, your inbound's creating leads, creating demand. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's yeah. the deal. You, everybody pay attention. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. He found out that I have an outbound problem. Okay. I only have 5% of my business is coming from outbound. The economy's turning. We have this whole COVID thing. So if I'm going to keep growing or even try to maintain, I'm going to have to go get, right? The Buffalo stopped walking past my TV. I'm going to have to go get more business. Okay. Nowhere did you start asking me about how I'm doing my outbound. I think you maybe asked one question. I said, I, uh, I use the tools, that's it. You didn't say, okay, do you know anything about outreach, by the way? Um, yeah. Okay, you didn't ask me about my cadences. You didn't ask how much time I'm spending in outbound. You didn't ask about how many people respond to my emails. You didn't ask about people's, and you didn't ask about any of that type of stuff. I hear you. Can right? I go again? What? Can I go again? Okay, so you, oh, I'm giving you the answers. But yes, you understand where I'm going now? Okay. Yeah, I understand where you're going. Okay. So you mentioned you've hired an additional salesperson. Could you talk to me a little bit more 
about some of your specific steps you're doing to increase the outbound activity this year? Yeah, so we're so I'm working with my salesperson. We're creating multiple new cadences. We're creating um, some ABM strategies around the book. Um, I was I told you I had the new salesperson. Um, those are the key things right now. Okay. And in terms of your outbound outreach, what kind of um, what kind of response rate would you typically get from you know the, the cold? outreaches you make yeah so right now um myself rachel is basically getting about five meetings a week through outbound <clears throat> okay uh, and how many of those i think you mentioned it on the on the inbound side you qualified in about a third yeah I, and, and so i don't know what she's just started getting these i don't know yeah. how these are going to turn out because you go to an inbound, they know us. We get inbound from this. We people have seen us forever. So when we go an outbound, sometimes they've never even heard of Keenan or a gap selling. Can you believe it? People have never heard of gap selling. Fucking crazy. <clears throat> but anyways, I digress. Right. So, so um, I, I can't tell you right now what this is going to be. I can tell you what I personally believe. I don't believe five is going to be enough. I don't believe five is going to be enough. So yeah. there you go. a hint. So five probably won't be enough. Would you hypothesize in terms of the conversion as well? You've mentioned there that the prospects don't know you. They're not aware of you personally, maybe haven't read the book. Would it be fair to assume that the conversion rate on those outbound leads are going to be significantly lower than the 38? Significantly, because if we, if we gap sell correctly, they shouldn't be significantly lower. But we're talking, even if we get 1.5, 30%, right? And let's say our average deal size is about 35,000, right? Yeah. So it five a week, um, that's going to be 35,000 a week times four. That's 140K. Eh, I guess that's not too bad, right? 140K a month if she, if she can close. Oh, no. Of those that become, of those opportunities become, ugh, of those that can be, that she sets a meeting with becomes a, let's say half for simple math. Can actually turn into an opportunity. So it's 2.5. And then if she gets yeah. 30% of the 2.5, that's basically, I'm going to go just one, right? So that's one $30,000 deal a week times, is that my math right? Uh, so I, I think it's on the board. I think we need more than that. How many would you need? So five a week isn't sufficient, which is what uh, I'd, like to see us, now. I'd like to see us get 10 to 15 a week. Okay. Across across two people because I have a new salesperson now. So yeah, so yeah, look at that. So about seven or eight a, a, a week, but per rep. So you'd need you'd need to let's say double, triple the the current amount of outbound. Yeah, 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 yeah. Double or triple. Yeah, I close it to triple because I'm bringing a new person on. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what about the, the quality of those meetings? I mean, presumably there's a market that you'll be reaching out to, Keenan, where you see more likelihood to win, less impact from COVID-19 in the economy. Question. Who are you reaching out to? So are you, are oh, you our ICP. Board or have our you segmented ICP. the market? Yeah, we've built an ICP. I know, I know, Kerry Knapp, you're right. I'm doing it for him. <laughs> so I reached out to my ICP. Okay, so here we go. We're a half hour in, okay? So look, I'm going to give you credit for asking 
business-oriented questions. I'm giving you lots of credit for asking business-oriented questions, right? <clears throat> what? Here's my million-dollar question for you, though. What problem were you trying to solve? Or find? What problem were you trying to find? So the problem that I was trying to find, and I think I did find, was that your business last year was built heavily on inbound leads. Yep. Which is a re reflection of, you know, the brand and the book and everything that yep. you've been doing yep. to get yep. the brand out there. Yep. This year, those leads, those leads have reduced by a third. Okay. You're going to have to build more of an outbound capability. Yep. So that right was the okay. So was that the problem you come in looking for right away that I had an outbound problem? Yeah. Then why the fuck did it take you 26 minutes? And why did it take me you to say, wait, let me tell you, like I had to stop, right? Remember? And say, boom, 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 boom. And say, let me come back in. So if that's the problem you were looking for from out of the gate. Why did it take so long for you to find it? What I was trying to do was understand it. Understand what? what? You got to find the problem before you can understand it. You got to get me to see the problem. So if you wanted to find out if I had an outbound problem, mm. you should have went right for outbound, right? Yeah, I mean, I was trying to, I was trying to tell a story with my questioning, which is okay. Talk to me about your business last year. What did you bring in? How much of it came from inbound? How much of it came from, from outbound? Okay, so I told you that earlier. I said 95, five. And then you went all kinds of other places. Why didn't you go, wait, five, only 5% outbound. Are you happy with that? Mm. Right, why only 5%? What's going on? Is that what you plan for? Like, like mm -hmm. the minute you find, <clears throat> you find the problem, you gotta go after the problem. You, you heard mm. me say that. And then you just got on a freaking little golf cart and went cruising around the neighborhood. Right? Like you literally, you like you got it and then went all over the place. If you find the problem, get into the problem. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. I'm, I'm, I'm reflecting back on the call now and, and thinking when it was you gave me that five, that 5%. Um, it was, yeah, it, was, it wasn't right away, but it was, I can tell you this, it was before I said time out and started telling you what the answer was, right? Yeah. It was before that because you asked me about what we do for outbound pretty early in the conversation, right? You said, what do you do for it? <clears throat> and I said, I hired another salesperson. I use outreach. I use Salesforce. We build cadences, right? I told you that fairly early on. Yeah. Right? I mean, you should have literally like that. Like I gave it to I opened the door. I gave you the path. If, if that's what you're looking for. I didn't know what problem you were looking for. I really didn't. I mean, I have all kinds of problems, right? I didn't know which one you're looking for, but as you kept going, I'm like, oh, I think he has, he's looking for my outbound problem. When you find it, everybody paying attention here. When you find it, you've got to get it. Like, you got to get into it and start unraveling it and make me start to feel like I'm an idiot because I'm not addressing it. So with, with the messaging piece, where I was going was, could could that be the root, that, could that be the root cause? So I appreciate you doing work around the channel. Yeah, messaging, my messaging could be the root cause. I mean, shit, yeah. I would like to think not. It's what we sell, and we, we we have a pretty good process for developing the messaging, but fuck, maybe we're screwing it up. Well, you're probably not screwing it up, but I think the point would be that if 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 you're using the same method that you used last year... That okay, stop, stop, right there. Everybody, listen up. And by the way, who said this? What, um, Conrad Brzezkowski, I hope I got that right. There's nothing wrong with looking for details, but you got to get right with the details. You got to get the, looking for the right details, not every detail in the freaking world. So when you just said, if, say that again, if, say how you said that, if you're going to do it the way you did last year, how do you say that? Just like that. So if you're using the same method that you used last year, 
It's okay, what method, did I, okay what method did I lose last use last year? It was yeah, I probably could have got into that in a bit more. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Everybody listen, this is it. Every time you want to say if, that just that's a signal to yourself that you don't know, and you don't know because you didn't ask the questions. He should yeah. did this right. He should have said, Keenan, last year you did this, 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 and this, and it didn't fucking work out for you. So how how do you feel that if you do this, 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 and this again this year, it's gonna be any different? Yeah. Okay, you got you got me. I don't know. What are you doing differently this year, Keenan? Not much. Yeah. Like that's what you got to do. Uh, and if, I, if messaging is the root cause, then mm. you got to get into the messaging. Mm. How do you pick your messaging, Keenan? How do you know what resonates? You got to dig into it. How do you run A/B testing? You got to if, if what you're trying to sell me is information for my messaging, then you got to dig into how I'm using the messaging, which shows that's why my outbound sucks. You got to tie that shit together. Yeah. Had, had I had I done that then on on the call, so it, it seems to me like there are some things you're doing differently. Like you're investing in different channels. You're talking about ABM. You're you're bringing on an additional salesperson, which is going to mean obviously more outbound effort. But I, I did. I'd like to think I did get to the gap, which is that you're not creating enough outbound leads right now to get the business to 0% growth in 2020. I think what you're saying to me is once you get it, you've got to dig into it in a lot more detail and, yeah. and, and quicker. Yeah. Yeah. So look, one of the things that's going to make me doing this call is I'm going to get to some of the numbers, right? I, I need some of the numbers for myself, right? But as far as the messaging is concerned, I don't know that it's our messaging or not our messaging. And so here's the million dollar question. How are we, I'm just going to cut to the chase for you because we're already, we're 36 minutes in. What messaging could you possibly get me or what could you get me to help my messaging to the point that it could make a substantial impact in my outbound? Well, I think what what we do here is we do research into into B2B buying behavior for companies buying business solutions. So it wouldn't be as relevant for the virtual training. But what we would hypothesize, what we, well, that's a part of your business, but I think as you, you know, Presumably, you're still you're still thinking about focusing on the business segment as well. Yeah, recruiting. Yep. B2B, what can you do from a B two B perspective to help us with getting selling more trainings to business? Create a differentiated message. Okay, and how can you do that? How do you do that? You want me to start talking about the product now? I can. Yeah, I don't understand, and and, and I'm going to yep. be able to coach you here in a second. Yes. Yeah. So hold we on, have. Hold on a second. Before I do, say hey, everybody, mm -hmm. listen, pay pay attention. I'm going to drop something here. If those of you found value in this, you want to make and you haven't done so already, you want to make sure that you attend the gap selling training coming up next week. You do not want to miss that. All right. Because I'm watching. I go through these every time and I'm watching you people who read the book. Getting to the next level is a whole different story. So, yes, my man, tell me, how can you do that from a B2B perspective? We look at your messaging today. So we have a team of in-house experts who are experts in commercial messaging. We've looked at messaging for, for dozens of organizations, hundreds over time. And we would work out, is your messaging truly differentiated today? The reason I ask you the question about, is your are your competitors saying the same thing? Is because they probably are. Like most, nobody would say that their sales, their, their training organization is outdated or backward. Most consider their method to be progressive there are often organizations who are supported by, by books, 
credible speakers, credible brands. Um, and my point to you is that companies reading your messaging around Sales Guy Inc. potentially are looking at it and not seeing it as any different to the sales training material they got last week from somebody else. Okay. Um, or, or the webinar that was sent out last week by somebody else, all of which is built on data, equally relevant, equally, equally reputable. So my point to you would be that to get to the outbound effort you need. Okay, so, okay so, so why didn't you ask me questions on my messaging? I why didn't. Because if, if you're the, once you know here, once you know I have the problem, right? Then you got to ask yourself, okay, um, uh, what's the root cause of that problem? Then you want to dissect or diagnose that root cause, right? And then show how to get back in. So you, you have no, okay, here, well, how, is, what, how is my messaging built right now? You asked me what I said, but you didn't dig any further. How do I build my messaging right now? Mm -hmm. How do I build it? You asked me how I differentiate, not mm. what my messaging is. How do I build my messaging? Yeah. No, that's yeah. a question I'm asking you. Do you know how I build my messaging? No, I don't. It's a question I should have asked. Yes, I'm, all my all my messaging is what is around what I call problem centric. Mm -hmm. we've, we've done a bunch of, relatively speaking, a bunch of research with uh, heads of, of sales teams around this specifically now, and asked them what problems they're struggling with most. Then from there, we actually then target those those problems, right? So that's our messaging. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So how is your how is your so with that as an answer, how would you respond? Mm. So I would I would probably respond in two or three ways. I, I would I would ask you or invite you to consider are those problems that a sales guy Inc. is uniquely positioned to solve? And and if and if it is, how how are you articulating that unique value to the to the market today? We don't. See, that's product centric. We don't lead with how we can solve those problems. We, our goal is we start with the problem, right? Yeah. And then we break down, if they bite on the problem, we break down, um, we break down the, the problem for them personally, then we walk it back. You know, I understand. At some point in the sales cycle, though, you'll need to, you'll need to talk about you. And what, what I maybe a question I could have asked you or should have asked you is why do you? That's interesting. I, that's really okay. Ask your question. But that's really interesting what you said. That sometime we got to talk about the product. What makes you feel that way? Well, at some stage, I think they're going to ask the buyer's going to ask you, okay, you've identified my gap. I've got a problem. I've, you know, you, you've shown me that this is a problem that I didn't fully consider. I need to do something about it. There'll be a need to articulate, I think, how. How you go about doing that? I, I completely agree. Like I've read the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it so, way too early. They do it yeah, way too early. Time by that point in time, I don't need a canned message from from Gartner. But that point in time, they've told me exactly what problems they have. And so what I do is let me say I walk them say let me walk you through how we would solve this for you. Right. So now it becomes a very customized answer or response. Yeah. To them, right? So then I break out the book or I break out the the concepts of the book or the concepts of the training. And they say things like, well, we have problems with, you know, um, discovery. And I'm like, okay, walk with you discovery. Does your team do this? Do they do this? Do this? No, yes, no, yes. Okay. So when they don't do this, this is why you're having this problem. This is how we address that with gap selling. That's how we win. Cause everybody else is running around product centric selling. 
That's how we win. We literally customize the solution for them on the fly after we've done the discovery. Yeah. So one, you asked me at the start. That makes sense, no, by the way. You might have my attention, right? Because marketing, so, you might have my attention with marketing, but keep, all right. So last question. Yeah. So the other, you, you told me quite early on that you didn't have a, a kind of conversion rate problem. Um, the other the other angle that I was going to go down with you today is how often do you go through sales processes, uncover the gap, highlight a problem that the prospect or the company didn't know they had, and then that company then either goes to their own in-house training department to try and solve the problem or goes to somebody else, maybe goes to their incumbent training provider, because that must happen a lot. You know, you can do no, a really it. No, it doesn't happen. You should have stopped right there. Great question. Stop. The great question stopped. All right, let's pretend I stopped. Yes, it doesn't happen that often. Not for us so far. If we get through a really, really good discovery, we get them, right? We get them. The biggest here, here's one of the biggest challenges we have. The biggest challenges we have, which isn't that often, is when we get the, the buyer and the influencer to in, and then it goes to some CFO or some other buyer, and they won't give us access to them, but they don't want to have the conversation, and they can't see the value. Which is also something that we're talking to, to companies about, which is how do you handle the internal sell? Uh, by the internal sell, I mean the prospect yeah, yeah, selling yeah. the service internally inside their own organization. No, we, I understand it, but I'm saying that's the problem. For you to convince me that you guys can do that better than us, that would be interesting, right? Because I know that Gartner doesn't have a 50% a, a close rate. I know that Gartner loses to the, to the – I know Gartner loses to the status quo. I know Gartner loses to – um. Uh, to the competition. So it would take a lot. Let me ask this last question. How much does it cost if you're, I mean, I, if it's public or give me a ballpark for the, um, for the message service you were talking about earlier? So it's, it's broader than just a message service. We help companies with all aspects of scale. Um, okay. So whatever it is, you, whatever package that you yeah, yeah. Let's say, say $50,000. Okay. So here's the other thing for you. Okay. You should have understood coming in that I'm a small company. Right. So a $50,000 investment is massive. Right. You had better find a problem big enough that makes me want to invest $50,000 of cash with the sense of probability that I'm going to get a return on that cash to do it. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Let me share with you one final thought. So the feedback's been super helpful. Um, I think what, what I've mainly taken from it is you know, there are, there are specific angles that we try and push when we sell our service. And I, I probably go to those angles too quickly. So for example, with messaging, I went straight to differentiation because that was a point that I wanted to push you on. Whereas really what I should have done, and I think it's great feedback is, is just dial it back, understand how do you do your messaging today? What channels do you use? And get a deeper understanding of that before going to that specific angle. Yeah, um, so so for everybody listening, for those who've hung on for this, cause it's been a longer one, I want you to hear what he just said, everybody. He said, I wanted to push. Listen, I cannot say this enough to gap sell it. Get on the fucking phone, get on the Zoom, and stop thinking about fucking you. Stop thinking about your product. Stop thinking about what you want to push. Only use it as a guide to find my problem. If you weren't thinking about pushing, Nathan, then you would have probably, or I'd hopefully think, just be in my world trying to solve my world. Think of yourself as a therapist, right? 
You don't yeah. need to be pushing anything. Th that that desire to push a product, to push something, yeah. up your discovery. Always, 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 always. So people stop. And I've said this a thousand times. I don't know why people get it out of their head. I hear you. But I push, push probably, uh, that's probably the wrong word to use. Where I, where I felt there was an opportunity and where I thought we could we could work and perhaps there was some opportunity to educate you or provoke some different thinking, probably a better way of phrasing it, would be around the differentiation piece. I don't I don't believe in pushing the product. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm with no, you. No, I'm not pushing the product, but you would still, you still had it in your mind that that's where you wanted to go. Like that's where you saw the value before you yeah. found the value. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's to me, that's what I'm saying. Like, like people, salespeople come in and they think, I don't, I don't go in, salespeople go into calls and they think the value is our messaging platform. The value is our, our experts who can uncover this way. That's the value. And so they try to go find something so they can quickly attach it and run, right? Yeah. What I'm trying to teach you and everybody else is going, you don't know what the value is yet. You have mm. no clue what the value is. All you know is, is that you can solve two, three, four, five, seven, eight problems. You need to go find those problems, uncover those problems, evaluate those problems, and then see if there is value. So the only way that you could have felt there was value in my messaging is if you've done enough work to find out the way my messaging is done now sucks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that if you could have got me to say, you know what, maybe my messaging could be a little better. Maybe that is the reason I'm not my outbound sucks. Now there's value. Now yeah. there's value. But until yeah. you can get me to say that my problem is A and the reason is B and therefore I can't achieve my goals of C, you don't know what value you bring. Yeah. And yeah. I said this a thousand times. I, this is the hardest part about get, selling to get people to get through. Stop thinking about your product. Yes, yeah. should I give Nathan credit? He's hanging in there too, right? Stop thinking about your product. Stop thinking about yourself. Think about the problems you solve. Find the problem. Uh, diagnose the root cause of the problem. Assess the impact of the problem. Where is it keeping them from going? And then get them to say, yes, I agree with you. My outbound sucks. I'm making this up. My outbound sucks. It's because my messaging yeah. sucks. And therefore, I can't achieve why. And then you can say... Okay, I might be able to solve that messaging problem. Are you interested in learning more? So I think what 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 you what you provoked me to think about is, you know, because I I wouldn't have thought that that t linking to messaging was me thinking about my product, but but maybe it is. I think that's what you're saying that that's a pro that's a solution that my product can solve. And if I'm trying to drive to it, then that's me thinking about the product. And I think that's good feedback. I'll take now, that don't get me wrong. I want, if, if messaging is something that you can solve, then I want you to start asking open-ended questions yeah. and discovery questions just to see if I have a problem with my messaging. If I start to go down that road and I don't, then pivot, right? But start to find out, is messaging affecting me? How is it affecting me? What's the impact of that? And do I admit it? And so you've got to understand messaging. Yeah. How are you building your messaging? Would you mind sharing a message with me? Um, uh, how are people responding to it? How do you A-B test? Are your messages, what type of messaging do you use? I use problem-centric. Okay, well, what, could you walk me through what problem-centric is? Um, what Do you use industry data? No, you don't. Why don't you? I can't find it. I don't think it works. Whatever. Have you? Do, um, um, do, does your competition use industry data? Like, just dig into my whole messaging world. Could have been a thousand questions you could have asked around that. To really had, I get I, had, stupid. I, had I dug into it in that way, 
would you have would you have been prepared to continue the conversation because you've also got obviously you mentioned that you, you didn't feel like my product could could solve the, the, so, the, the, so, the so I would have been interested I would have been interested to maybe discuss a little more but not at fifty thousand dollars no hell no I'm too small yeah. the 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 and here's it is I'm too small for that number one number two a fifty thousand dollar investment to a non-revenue generating resource like um um, like this, like uh, uh, it's not a product or something, right? That mm. it may or may not work in this environment. Hell, fucking no! No, 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 no! Hell, no! Right? Don't, don't say that too loud. My sales team might be watching this. We want to try and keep them fired up. If I, it's all relative. If you said yeah. five thousand, I'm making this up. But if you said five thousand dollars, like, yeah, that might work. I, yeah. I don't want to hear. I mean, let, let me say this. I, I, I didn't. Like my, my sense coming into this call was that the solution that I specifically sell may be a stretch for you for a lot of for a lot of different reasons. I didn't come on the call with the expectation too much of talking about Gartner, but but rather finding a problem that you had in your business that my product's best position to solve. Um, and that was kind of the aspiration for coming on 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 the call today. If this were a real sales cycle. I'd imagine we probably get to the second or third meeting and come to the mutual conclusion that look, this isn't right for you right now. If it, um, if based on our conversation today, if it would have taken you three calls to figure this out, I'm disappointed, Nathan. You should have figured well, out this call right away that, you know what, based on his size, yeah. right? Because I told you I had four people, right? And I have a couple 1099s. But you could, you just four people in 1099s knowing what I do, you don't, you, you already know that I don't have 50 salespeople. You already know I'm not a $35 million company. Right, you know that. You know I'm not a twenty-five million dollar. Yeah, I know. And, and so, our average, our average customer is is significantly bigger than. Yes. Than so, average, which is why I say, which is why I say it was a stretch coming on. But the alternative is I could have not come on. Quicker. I'm glad you came on. You learned stuff. But if it's a stretch, fine. But it, embrace the stretch. Own the stretch. Right. Own it. So get there right away. Does this guy have a problem big enough? I can solve. Because look, you find the problem when I say big enough. Remember the book, Gap Selling. The size mm. of the gap dictates the value, right? Yeah. So what you had to do was get me to believe that the messaging was a major impact or major root cause of my gap, mm -hmm. right? And if my gap isn't isn't big enough for fifty thousand dollars from a messaging perspective, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If my messaging is bad, right? I'm I'm with you. I've loved this experience coming on. I've watched a lot of the shows. Taken a lot from the feedback, taken a lot from from the book, and I've I've really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the session today. Enjoyed meeting you, and um, yeah, I look forward to watching a few more of these uh, over the next few weeks. And, okay, and baby. look, I appreciate you coming on, taking the pounding. Look, I, like I told you, you were very thoughtful in the beginning with your questions, and you. So I I applaud you for that. I applaud you for sticking to business questions. My final feedback to you is: know what you're looking for. Don't don't just troll and run past everything. Know very specifically what you're looking for and understand how to go deeper once you find a potential problem. Yeah, no, right? I, I hear that. And I think the big the big thing I've taken away from today is I think I did find the problem today or a problem which is outbound. Um, I, I dug into it in a way that was probably too anchored in the angle that my product solves and less in the you know the, the wider piece around how you're thinking about messaging overall. So that's that's super good feedback for me. I'm going to take that on. And thank you. Appreciate the time. You got it, baby. You got it. Thank All you. Right, man. Thanks a bunch. All right, everybody.
Oh, everybody, everybody. All right, hold on. All right, all. Thank you for coming. All right, listen up. I hope this is helpful. These have been long lately. I got to get back to getting them shorter, cutting people off and getting to this faster because it shouldn't take you that long to find a problem. It could take you that long to dig in and to diagnose the size of the problem, but it should not take you this long to at least get to a problem, right? So, um, guys, thank you very much for showing up. I hope you find these valuable. Please do me a favor and share, 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 share. That's the best thing that you can do for me is to share these. Also, as I said before, Okay, if you uh, have not gone through gap selling training, we are doing a virtual gap selling training. I just put the link into the um, into the live stream. This is our last one. This is our last one. Okay, so last virtual training because we're coming outside the backside of COVID thing. We're launching the online version. So if you want to. Um, uh, take gap selling training at $99. You want to get on this now. It's the last one this May 5th and 6th, next Tuesday and Wednesday. Link is here. Get on it. Don't miss it because I don't want to get because it happens all the fucking time. Someone's going to go, oh my God, I missed it. Oh my God, can you do me a favor? No, no. Just sign the fuck up, okay? And stop showing up late. Oh, I miss it. Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't. Oh, it drives me freaking insane. Absolutely insane. So, Thank you guys very, very much. You, get nothing, you know I got nothing but love for you guys. Until next time, look, if you – oh, and if you want to gap sell me, DM me. I saw some people in here who's talking, right? Nathan's last name was Laie, and it's – oh, snap. I'll tell you. Hold on. Someone just 